if you move from depression to anger to frustration and frustration to hopefulness, you'll actually start to manifest the things you want. But anger management, what they do is they have you at depression. And then as you're getting angry, they say, no, anger's wrong. And they put you back to depression. And then they go back to anger. No, anger's wrong. And you're back to depression. So you're in this vicious circle. And no wonder you're so upset. I said, because you can't break out of the cycle. My point is for you to just get really mad, open a window, scream at somebody, yell, do what you have to do. You get to frustration. Don't you feel freer? And they just stop. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, now you're moving up the scale. You can't manifest good things when you're on that low energy vibration. You're here with Michelle Connor from Ask, and it is given online. And if you're the kind of person that needs to unlock your infinite potential, if you feel a lack of motivation, lack of desire, if you need that kick in the pants to get to where you need to go, then you are on the right podcast episode. We're here with Michelle Connor. So Michelle, glad to be talking to you. It's nice to talk to you too, Robert. How are you? I am super great. Thanks for asking. And I am talking to you right now and excited to jump in and talk about financial fulfillment and infinite potential. And we know you have your upcoming book and you have your past book out, the Speak Up, Step Up, Stand Out that you go out with Pat Masidi. So what is on your mind? What is the problem that needs to be solved? And what's your passion, your focus these days? My passion is watching the frustration in people going around day-to-day -day life, not really knowing what they actually want. The usual Monday to Friday grind where they're lost, they're frustrated, they're trying to kind of find their way. And because I'm after finding my way, my passion is to show them they can achieve their goals, like what I'm achieving, what I'm actually focusing on. So when I see them doing that countdown to the holidays, or the calendar to weekends, I feel really sad inside for them because I'm thinking, you know what? There's more to it than this. You just have to decide on what you want and let me show you how to actually get there. That's what I'm excited about teaching people. And when you say that, it, it reminds me that some of these words and phrases just get casually tossed around, like the term burned out. I don't know about you, but I hate that term burned out. And I think to myself that I question myself all the time, right? I'm always thinking, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the best use of my time? I know that I ask some of these questions and maybe I shouldn't be asking them so often, but how do we know the difference between, between maybe the doubt that should be ignored and you charge ahead anyway versus the voice that says something needs to change? Does, does that make sense? Like, how, how do I know if the doubt means I should keep going or if I've reached my breaking point? Yeah, that's a good question. I normally teach the team that I work with about an emotional guidance system. And I always say to them, if you're feeling anxious about moving forward, that means don't do it. Just hold back because there is a terror barrier as well. But if you're feeling good about it, go forward, take the leap. Even if you're scared, just do it. If it, it will work out. Because most people will say to me that they're burned out, your favorite term. <laughs> and what they say is, they just say, I'm so tired, I can't do it. And I said, what you're doing is you're, you're rowing your boat upstream. And this is what I'm teaching. What I'm saying is focus on what you want and only take action when you feel like it's the right time. If you take action when it doesn't feel like it's so good, that's when you start to get tired and you start to get frustrated and things don't work out so well. But if you just take your time to just meditate yourself into a nice relaxed state, ideas will flow to you. You take the action and then this burnout won't actually occur as much as people talk about it it's just a case of just learning the things that I want to teach people about the emotional guidance system because I normally say to people I was so curious as I was learning this information I'd say what are your emotions for 
and they say, oh, I don't know, I just feel good or I feel bad. I want to teach you about the scale. So if you understand where you are on it, you'll understand how to take action at the right time and watch how things start to manifest. Because when I got called to do another book after Pat, I thought, this stuff does work. I know it works because I'm evidence that it's actually working. And let me teach you how to actually achieve the results you want. Not for me, but for you. Watch what actually happens. It's a case of not reaching the burnout so that you don't have to take too much time out and just enjoy your life and not have to because time's ticking and you have to take action. So I do understand where you're coming from. And this is the part people don't actually understand. I'm so passionate about teaching. I have to get this across to people. So I love this concept of the emotional guidance system and this question of what are your emotions for? And that's interesting to think about, right? Because there's always the temptation to push your emotions around or like to ignore them. But if you can use them as a valuable tool to get what you want, that's interesting and that's exciting. And so what you have me thinking about is there's been so many times when I've had like the appointments on, on the calendar and I've said, yeah, I agreed to doing this ahead of time. I have this, this meeting coming up in two hours. Let me just think the positive thoughts and let me get rid of the chaos. And let me like pre emotionally prepare for this kind of meeting. And that's an idea that I hadn't even thought of until maybe a couple of years ago that some, like that we need the time to sometimes slow down and relax and have stillness and if we have the, the rushing around day-to-day -day feeling, or if I have all this like negativity and the, then the bad talk, I catch myself because now apparently there's these terms for these things and then we can fight them. So what is the typical situation when someone comes to you? You mentioned a little bit about how there's anxiousness and nervousness, but what is the typical person when they come to you? Do they all have the same problem, similar problem? What's the before picture look like? The before picture generally looks like they're very angry. Or they're a bit depressed and they'd say to me as soon as they meet me i was told to go to anger management and i'd say to them no 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 no, no. i'm going to encourage you to get mad i said because we're going to work on your emotions i said now anger management's good if that's what you feel like you need but i'm going to encourage you i'm going to press all your buttons i'm going to talk to you i'm deliberately going to make you mad because if you understand the emotional guidance system you'll understand where i'm coming in from this angle so i introduce this angle to them and i say if you get mad and you're no longer feeling depressed, if you're feeling good, so if you come to me and you're feeling lost or depressed, to get you moving, to get the energy shifting, I have to wind you up, but not in a bad way. I'm doing this because I love you enough to actually help you. So I move them from depression by getting them angry and I ask them personal questions, what made you this angry? And then they tell me what's frustrating them. And I say, if you move from depression to anger to frustration and frustration to hopefulness, you'll actually start to manifest the things you want. But anger management, what they do is they have you at depression. And then as you're getting angry, they say, no, anger's wrong. And they put you back to depression. And then they go back to anger. No, anger's wrong. And you're back to depression. So you're in this vicious circle. And no wonder you're so upset. I said, because you can't break out of the cycle. My point is for you to just get really mad open a window, scream at somebody, yell, do what you have to do. You get to frustration. Don't you feel freer? And they just stop and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, now you're moving up the scale. You can't manifest the good things when you're on that low energy vibration. It doesn't work, it won't work. You have to move up the scale, but it has to be done inside of yourself. It has to be a genuine feeling. It can't be for me, it has to be for you. And then when they come back to me, they say, oh, things are starting to actually happen for me. And I'm like, isn't that magic? I said, it's because you're no longer so angry. 
world. You're not angry at your parents. You're not angry at your colleagues. You're not angry. You're looking at things in a very different viewpoint with your, with your emotional guidance system. And that's when they asked what books did I read or how did I find this out? And I told them where I'm from and how I managed to get here. And the results that they're seeing now, you can actually see the penny drop in their face. And I'm thinking, that's a lovely feeling to be able to help you to that point of things start to work out for you. And that's how they actually come to me angry and they walk away with understanding. They just want to understand. That's all they want. And that's all I actually wanted. So that's a nice feeling to actually see that change in their faces. You can actually see that they've got the knowledge and they've, they're empowered. That's what I like to do. And that's interesting to think about the whole idea of the pattern interrupt or changing the channel or just getting out of the anger depression phase. And maybe it might get temporarily worse before it gets better because you're getting all these emotions kicked up, but eventually getting to that place where you're motivated, where you're productive and, and when you're happy. And so when we talk about some of these techniques, the question always comes to mind of what's uh, what's long-term and what's short-term here? Because this technique of the getting from the depression to the anger to the, uh, the frustration to everything else, is this like just like the, a one-time thing or uh, like a, a break glass in case of emergency or is this a technique to be repeated? No, I don't think it's to be repeated that often, to be honest. I think it's a case of once they actually acknowledge what's actually holding them back and they're dealing with the emotion, once they reach that point, if they feel they have to go back and clean up a few other different thoughts, they know how to do it. But I would not encourage them to stay at anger and depression. I'd say, okay, now you have frustration. Okay, brilliant. Now you can move up the scale even more. Now we can work with this. Now what would you like to do? Now decide what you would like to do and we want to work from here. But if you want to go back now and again, but I wouldn't encourage you to stay there. I'd encourage just an odd visit now and again, not a daily visit. <laughs> and to just deal with this so you're empowered. And then you fit. most people don't want to go back because once they've acknowledged the anger, they're like, oh, that's what irritated me. And they're kind of happy to leave 90% of that where it is and to deal with the things that they actually want to accomplish. That's what I found with most people. Yeah, and, and to deal with what's actually useful, what's productive. And so you're making me think of all these little things that were like ahas over the years, just that I could deal with the situation, but that won't change and there's nothing I can do about it. So why am I even letting that take up my day? And does that really matter as far as what I want to accomplish? And another aha that I had a few years ago was just this idea that I don't always have to wait for motivation in order to take some action. If I'm motivated already and I can jump right in and do the work that needs to be done, great. Many times there's some, there's a task I know needs to get done and I'm like, I guess I'll force myself to do it and I jump in and once I get a few minutes in, then I'm excited again. And I'm thinking, I spent more time dreading doing this task or more time talking, trying to talk myself out of doing this task. And if I had just reminded myself that if I just jump in and put a put five minutes in, 10 minutes in, then now the excitement's back. And there's these, there's little ahas or reminders that I find myself having to tell myself. And do any of those come to mind for you? Were there like aha moments or like little like techniques or strategies such as that, that you use on repeat sometimes? Yeah, I normally have my mentors playing in my ear. And when I don't feel motivated to do anything, I just stop myself for a second. And I'm just like, okay, visualize what it is that you actually remind yourself what you want. Just put yourself into the vibration of how it feels. 
if you accomplish this, because there's some days where you're thinking, oh, I don't really feel like it. And I just take a quick walk. I remind myself, I talk myself around and I'm thinking, oh, I just need to talk myself into a better feeling place. If someone's annoyed me and I'm thinking, okay, that's contrast. I'll leave that alone. I focus in on what I actually do want. And then as I pick up momentum in the project, I'm thinking, oh, now I remember it. Yes, even I have the days where you're thinking, oh yeah, okay, it's, it's a bit dragging, but once I talk myself into this good feeling place, all of a sudden you start to remind yourself, oh yeah, and then you lose track of time before you know what hours have gone by, but you've got a lot done. That's that, that happens even in my own heart. Yeah, so I do understand where you're coming from. We're talking yourself around to get things done. Yes. And there's something that you just now said, and you're because like this whole conversation, you're reminding me of this, reminding me of this. One thing that you mentioned was what does it feel like to be excited, to be motivated? And you're reminding me that a bunch of years ago, I filled in some kind of worksheet about where they said, or like picture yourself in like one of these peak flow type of states. And they said, what does it feel like when working and you're excited and you're tackling this problem and it's, and you're having so much fun, but you're also making money, but you're also helping people. And what is that look like, sound like, feel like, and, the, and this whole worksheet went down as far as how does it feel in your stomach and in your chest? I remember writing all these weird things, but that was such a helpful tool because then I could just go down the list and think, okay, well, if I'm feeling this in my neck, then how do I feel this in my neck? Because that's where I was excited. And it was when you're trying to fall asleep and you do a body scan and you think, okay, let me like loosen my head and loosen my shoulders. And I, I felt myself doing the same thing, but like comparing the body scan of now versus comparing the body scan of being in the super excited state and just being like, oh, could it be that easy? Just switch this to this and switch to that and get myself molded as close to where I was in, in that state. And, and it's kind of fun even to think about that in the way that you've been saying some of these metaphors of almost imagine like a map or like a game board of you're here, but you want to get yourself over there. Exactly. And what happens, Robert, is this, is most people will just look at where they actually are. They won't actually focus on where they're going. And I say to them, when you flip your mind onto the frequency of what you want, everything will come to you. And then what happens is, as you start to see the results, and you, I encourage them to always go in and feel how they would feel to have the results as it is in present day and now, not in like a week or a month. Now, how would that feel to you? Get onto that get onto that frequency, that vibration, feel those results, and you'll be motivated to take action. Thoughts will come to you. Watch what actually happens. And then the results will actually, and people are first thing to me, this is all crazy, this stuff you're tell, telling me. I'm like, don't believe me. I said, watch what happens. You do exactly what I'm telling you to do. I said, and come back to me in a couple of days. Watch how quickly this actually works. But you've got to put yourself on the frequency, the vibration of this, but you've got to embrace your emotions and your thoughts with it. This is how this actually works. Most of the people I work with push their emotions away. I'm pulling them in. And I'm like, we weren't taught what our emotions are for. And this is new to you. Once you actually flip yourself onto that frequency, watch how you're motivated to take action on your goals. It's only because you've been motivated, but once you're focusing, watch what actually does take place. Watch what happens. And when you're mentioning this idea of where do you want to go and imagine yourself there, the metaphor that comes to mind is when you're driving a car, right? And you're driving a car and say, there's all these lanes and all this traffic coming, but you're like, I need to get to that exit. And you're, even though you're not at the, at your off ramp yet, you're like, I know I need to be there. And if there's something in your way, you're okay. How do I, where do I need to be? So that way I avoid that, that obstacle. 
And I imagine that could be encouraging because if you're just like sitting in a desk and you're cranking out some emails or writing some document, maybe in the present, you don't like it, but you say, what will that lead me to? I won't have to deal with that task again. I'll get paid for that. I'll get money for that. I'll be able to go on vacation for that. And then it seems like a useful way to justify the temporary, not even like pain, but like temporary discomfort in order to get the future benefit, the, f- the future reward. And so you, you mentioned a few times this whole concept of like frequency. And, and sometimes you hear people throw around like law of attraction and like vibrations and those kinds of terms. But to be honest, sometimes that kind of goes over my head a little bit. So when you're talking about frequency, like what are you talking about and how can we uh, apply it in a useful way in our daily lives? Okay, when I'm speaking of frequency, I'm just speaking of vibration. And every single thing that's around us is a different frequency. Everything's vibrating all the time. And what I'm saying is, most people that I've worked with, they come to me a bit frustrated, a bit depressed, and they're on a low frequency. And I say to them, but your goal is here on a high frequency. Your job is to raise your frequency. And they say, how do I raise the frequency? And I say, if I just gave you $20,000 or 20,000 pounds, or I gave you a new car, I said, Right now, how would you feel? How would you feel? And he said, really I feel good. Good. I said, exactly. I said, I said, if the cars up here and you're down here, you're not on the right frequency, you've got to raise it and you've got to hold it. So what I'm suggesting is you see your goal and pretend it's happened. In your mind, but don't tell anyone, just pretend it's happened. You're flipping your mind onto a different frequency and everything on that frequency will be attracted to you. This is how this works. But what you're doing is you're too busy looking at reality. You're too busy looking at the contrast. And you're letting all that kind of junk kind of interfere with your dreams. Your job is to flip your mind onto a higher frequency where the goal is that you want. Once you're up there, I said, watch what actually takes place. But the trick is to be steady in the frequency and let this fill and dominate your vibration. Once it fills and dominates your vibration on that frequency really high, the universe answers you pretty quickly and it's your job to hold it steady that's your job I can't do that for you only you can feel that and you can have those thoughts that's your work I can give you the key but I can't open the door for you this is the fun part when you hold the steady the vibration watch what comes because I say to clients we don't understand frequency and vibration I'm like okay it's new jargon and it might be new to you stick with me it'll become so familiar by the end of this day that you'll just reel it off it's not wacky stuff. I said, this is real. This is the stuff my mentors taught me. And this is how I'm actually got published a few times and how things are taking off for me. If it can work for me, it can work for you. And that's what I encourage. It is an encouraging message. And uh, a lot of what we've been talking about today just makes me realize that we need these new perspectives, right? That the same old thinking and the same old like negativity and maybe being like overly realistic and looking around where things can go wrong that all comes naturally and that has and that kind of mediocre thinking has led to mediocre results and so what we need to do is be thinking in terms of this higher frequency as you've been saying and to make a deliberate effort to be more optimistic and to think all, all these positive things in order to get to where we need to go and it might not all be a 100 percent accurate maybe it's only 92 percent accurate as far as like 
the optimism and thinking in ways that things will go right instead of ways that things will go wrong. But it seems to be so important because as we mentioned in the beginning here in our conversation, if you don't do these things, you'll run out of it. You'll spend so much time spinning your wheels and being indecisive and just, just avoiding the risk and settling in your safe place. And who wants that? And there's a whole reason why people are listening to this podcast episode right now because they want answers because they're not satisfied with their current present situation and they need advice like this. They need help from you specifically to get to where they need to go. And would someone not take action on this? Like in your travels and giving this advice, people always have a but, there's always an objection. There's always, okay, I heard that, but I actually didn't apply it. So is there, can we save people some time here today? Is there like a common reason why someone doesn't take action and can we just demolish that objection right now today that way they can take action on this way to take action is to just invest in themselves like i've invested it's not that much money to just focus in on what they actually want once they actually decide what they want and they make the little investment watch what actually takes place this is what i've said to every student and what every single mentor said to me they all said, if you take the steps to move forward, but most people are afraid to move forward, it's the terror barrier. What if it doesn't work? What if it goes wrong? What if this? And I'm like, what if it does go? What if it does go right though? What if things start working out for you? If you're frustrated now, and if you don't take action now, the next five years will be identical to what you're living now. So if you're happy with where you are, that's great. But if you wanna move forward, Take the action steps and watch how fast things will change for you. Because if they don't, you're going to be stuck where you are. And what fun is that if you're not happy? It's not. It seems like a recipe for just slowly deteriorating. If you live in a house and you're not keeping it up, if you're not cleaning the gutters, if you're not taking the garbage out, if you're just stuck, like being stuck where you are equals slowly decaying 5% and just death by a thousand cuts. And it seems like a slow, gradual, painful process. And who wants that? No, exactly. If you're not happy with where you are, just take action. And change is scary. But I tell you what, I'd rather change what's going on now and stay where you are because you're going to look back in 10, 20 years with regret. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'd encourage every single person I've worked with, I said, are you happy where you are? They say, no. We'll do this and watch what actually happens. Make a decision. Let me help you. Watch what happens. And you'll see things start to manifest. And when they start to manifest, they start to happen. You're all shocked. And I'm like, it's not magic. It's you're violating the laws and I'm going to help you not. And you see those initial results, right? Like you're reminding me of if you run a garage sale or sell some items from around the house, at first you're dreading it, but then you say, hey, I got rid of some clutter and I got $20 here, $50 here. And it's just like a small success, a small win, but it makes you motivated to go in and do more. And it's like you run one load of laundry, one little dishes, and you're like, I feel so good about this new little counter space I have. I want to repeat the process. And for too many people, I think there, there's just been too much clutter up and up in the mental counter space for too long. And it's time for people to make a change. And you said some really helpful things here. You said to take the steps. You didn't say get it all done instantly. You said, just make some progress, just get on your way. You mentioned this concept of investing in yourself and make a decision and just get going. You mentioned stop thinking so much about what could go wrong, but open yourself up to what could go right. And even if, if you easily had a list of 10 things that can go wrong, why not list 11 things that could go right? At least try to balance the scales. If your brain is capable of answering any question you put towards it. Why not 
make the most of it. And so this has been a helpful conversation and a lot of different things for us to talk about. Your website is Ask and it is given online. You have a new book coming out called The Change. So if people want to know more about you, if they've been impressed and inspired by your message so far, what's the next step? Where should they go and what should they do to get more from you? Yeah, just go straight to the website. We run webinars. We've got the blog there. You can see the books that I've been published in. I'm really excited about Jim Luce and working with him. And he introduced me to Jim Britt and he's obviously working with Tony Robbins. And I'm thinking, this has all happened for me over just the last couple of weeks. And I'm thinking, I can help you achieve your own goals and dreams, whatever is important to you. But go to the website, have a quick look. I'll jump onto calls with you once you actually want to do the webinars. Let me help you. Just let me help. That's all I want to do. I just want to help them. Just help. Just go back. I love it. Michelle just wants to help you ask and it is given online. And it's very inspiring there, Michelle, because there, there's those moments in life when you have this small win, which leads to this, which leads to this. And it seems like that is the current trajectory that you're on right now. We all want to tap into some of that sort of energy. And so uh, people need to go right now to ask and it is given online. Go there now before the episodes even over that way. It's in your browser, it's in your phone, ask and it is given online.com. And as we close down our conversation here, Michelle, do you have one final parting message of advice, like a sentence or two to really just like summarize everything we said? Anything come to mind as far as a lasting message to stick in someone's mind as we close our call? Yeah, just keep your vibration high, watch your energy, keep as much positivity in your life as you possibly can. Always keep smiling, keep your sense of humor, watch how quickly the universe answers you and it will pleasure to work with you.